1: Welcome to The Ralph Report with Ralph Garman. Well, hello
0: there, boys and girls. Welcome to The Ralph Report. So happy to have you join us on this Wednesday, April 28th, year of Lilith 2021. All hell, Lilith. It is right to give her thanks and praise. Kids, we got a hell of a show lined up for you today. Because on the counter, you want to know why? I'll tell you why, Mr. Impatient Pants. Wow. It's because it's a Wednesday. And on Wednesdays, a lot of fun things happen, including One Hit Wonder Wednesday. Today's is a goodie. Yeah? Yeah. It's from Germany. Oh. Gotta, That's fun music. Gotta love a song from Germany. Yeah, you do. Uh, just the Germans are the best. You know, the Germans always make good stuff. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and they made a great one-hit wonder that we're going to explore today. Also, Steve Ashton, the birthday boy. Oh, happy birthday, Steve. He's going to be on hand with his UK update. Uh, entertainment news, phone calls, oh, so much show. We are jam-packed mm. to the gills mm. Mm. on today's program. When it's all mm. over, you're going to say, I am I I may have a hernia. From carrying all the entertainment that came into my ears today on the Ralph Report. Not D. But before we get into anything. Yeah. Sex education going oh. on <laughs> at the Pence household. <laughs> I didn't mean for it to happen. You have a, a just an unbeatable streak of weird, uh, awkward just... interactions with your child. <laughs> just add this one to the list. Yeah,
1: I, I know. I know. You want to tell people okay. the horrors that you've exposed your son to? Okay. Well, to, to set the stage for the story, we all know I, I went on for the uh, the vasectomy uh, consultation. A Boy, days do ago. we? Yes, we all know about that.
0: Oh yeah, we'll get into that a little bit later in the show. Well,
1: he gave me a pamphlet on on the way out the door. Go, this is the procedure, he just gave, in case you want to. He gave you what? Like a pamphlet, like some some sheets of paper explaining the procedure with a diagram of what the. You, big, what do you call that again? A pamphlet the pamphlet pamphlet yes oh really yes pamphlet it's not pamphlet it's not a pamphlet i've always called it a pamphlet <laughs> well fuck this changes everything it does, but not really please continue well no this is my entire life it means nothing anymore i've called it a pamphlet my whole life <laughs> No, pamphlet. Pamphlet? Pam- That flit. seems like you're saying it wrong. Pamphlet. Pamphlet. Yeah. That seems like you're saying it wrong. It seems like you're saying it with a speech impediment. Nope. Seems like pamphlet with a speech impediment. I guarantee. Not guarantee. Okay, that's anyway, how it's pronounced. That's, no, here nor there. <laughs> pamphlet. He gave me a pamphlet. Right. Of the whole procedure with yeah. the diagram of the penis and then the little all hook, the pertinent information, all the, like little hook going in the scrotum, pulling out the tube, cutting it, like all that's drawn all out. All the good good times ahead. So I leave that on the dining room table, sure, and just forget about because it because you don't have any young people around no, who would stumble no, across I that. I don't think about these things. No, you I'm don't. busy trying to pronounce things wrong. <laughs> right. And he walks by and he's he's like, "What's this, Dad?" Because he starts laughing because of giant penis on the table. Sure, and you say and that's. That's dad, son. That's, that's, a, that's a drawing I, of dad's I a wiener. I sketched it. I laid it on the table and I just took a Sharpie. And, that's uh, to scale, by the way. Went around it. Um. So he's like, what is that? And I'm like, oh, this is the procedure of a vasectomy. He's like, what's a vasectomy? I'm like, oh, it's where the, they go in. They pull out the little tube and they snip it. So you can't uh, produce you know sperm anymore. You can't, well, not produce sperm, but you can't get a woman pregnant anymore. Right. He's like, why are you getting that? And I'm like, well, I don't want to have any more children. He's like, you can't do this, dad. You can't do this to yourself. And I'm like- <laughs> well, but I don't want to have any more children. He's like, yeah, but you have to have sex to have babies. I'm like, well, do you think mom and I don't have sex anymore? Oh, no. And then he just had this look of utter disbelief. Just <laughs> complete, complete shock that horror. his parents still engage in intercourse. Well, he's not quite sure how it all works, so I guess he imagines you only have sex in order to have a baby. Well, he... He, he, we've had discussions before about sex. Yeah? And he's had issues. He's, he's talked to me before about his erections. Sure. Because sure he has. little boys are curious. They have questions. They get erections. And blueberries. And we blueberries. Yes. And he's in turned fact, on by blueberries. a couple of weeks ago, he, he had an erection and he's like, Dad, I have an erection and it feels kind of good when I rub it on the bed. Right? And I'm like, yeah, that's it. There's a lot of nerve endings down there. Yeah, there are. So it feels good. That's why adults have sex because it feels good. It's not just for making babies. So he oh, knows. Okay, so you've given him information,
0: but he never thought of
1: you as people. I guess not. You and mom aren't you don't people. Think of
0: mom and dad as people. No, you just think he's thinking about sex and people in the general terms, but the right. specific terms of mom and dad, it never crossed his mind. Right. So Tracy walks in at this point. Oh and- Lord.
1: All right, we're going to show you how it's done, son. I'm assuming that's your next step, well, the way you raise not? a kid. why not? Why not? they got to learn sometime. Oh, my God. So she's flabbergasted that she thinks, that he thinks, that the last time we had sex was uh, 12 and a half years ago or 11 and a half years ago, however the fuck how cool he is, I don't know. Right. Whatever. And so He's we're all just... just your <laughs> one and only child. We're trying to explain that we still occasionally engage in... Sexual activity, and he's just at this point. He just went into his room to think about things. This is what you heard from his room.
2: No, 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 no. Colton
0: just
1: rocking back and forth, just shaking this pillow over his head. So yeah, so I'm, you know, I as always, I crush Parenthood. Always crush well, it. Well, just crush it. This kid
0: uh he's he's rapidly advancing through life. This is this is good. Get him a just get him a carton of smokes and a bottle of Jim Beam and just send
1: him on his way. Because well, he's, he's just rocketing towards adulthood. <laughs> he's sharp though. Like with the, the a couple weeks ago when he when he's talking about rubbing his penis against the bed and it feeling good. I was yeah. like, Yeah, that's you know, because that's why sex really good. He's like, he's like, you know what, Dad? They should have penis massage parlors. <laughs> and I was <laughs> like, Well, buddy, uh, <laughs> they do have those, but you don't want to go there. Come. Oh boy. So he is sharp. He's very entrepreneurial. What do you mean you don't want to go there? I want to go there right now. He don't want to go to I, I don't want, want to go to, the penis
0: to a penis massage parlor.
1: He <laughs> don't want to get a happy ending.
0: And I would like them to be more forthcoming with exactly <laughs> the, the establishment that I'm walking into. I don't want a sign outside that says, "Oh, Thai massage." Yeah. I want to no, know, I want to see penis massage parlor. <laughs> Outside on
1: the marquee. Yeah, just make it simple for everybody. Know where I'm Penis going. Penis massage parlor.
0: Well, once again, Eddie, I think just <laughs> just parent extraordinaire. Once yeah. again, spectacular job. Always. And uh, best of luck moving forward. Thank and, you uh, very much. I can next. I guess the next GoFundMe page will be for Colton's therapy. <laughs> I guess because that's that's going to be probably out of. Uh, not out of pocket. What do they call it? Out of your uh, your uh, your insurance. My, my deductible? No, you, the, uh, out of. Um... Oh, what do they call it? What? When you got a bunch of doctors within your. PPO? HMO? But there's a phrase for it. And they say it's out of. Um... Oh, God damn it. Network? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Out of network. That's <laughs> the word go. I was All right. it's... for. Yeah. So you're gonna have to, it's going to have to come out <laughs> of your own be pocket. Of, yeah, it will
1: be. It's going to be expensive. It's not covered.
0: Well, kids, I can't promise the show's gonna get any <laughs> any better than that. Or a
1: penis massage parlor.
0: But let's move forward anyway. I am your old podcast pal, Ralph Garman. Sitting here in the Batcave with me is
1: the Rear Admiral, the Sheriff
0: of Ghost Town, and Dad of the Year, Odie Goff. Odie Goff. Some people call him Eddie Pence.
1: Hey, everybody.
0: Yo-ho, Eddie. Yo-ho, indeed. Mm. Just don't leave your pamphlets Dude, around. I you? need to make sure your pamphlets are <laughs> tucked away safely in a
1: pamphlet drawer. I will keep tabs on my pamphlets from now please on. Please do. Pamphlet, really? Yeah, pamphlet. I
0: swear to you. I swear to you. Because it's the pH, I the I wouldn't pamphlet. lie to you, son, when it comes to this. It's a weird way to pronounce pamphlet. It's uh, the absolute correct way That's
1: to weird. say the name of that thing. Agree to disagree.
0: You've been spending your whole life walking around saying pamphlet. 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 I
1: don't well again, I don't say pamphlet a lot. It's not a word I go around and throw. It it. I don't throw it around a lot.
0: It doesn't come in
1: <laughs> It doesn't come into play a whole lot. Today it did all right.
0: Pamphlet. well, uh, pamphlet. Pamphlet. Let's, let let okay. me uh, let me get serious for just a second here. I want to thank Rob from the OC who uh, gave me the heads up regarding today. Usually, we reserve our special days for holiday or holiday, but this time we're going to make an exception. Because today is Denim Day. I don't know if you're familiar with the Denim Day campaign or not. No. But when I read up on it, I realized uh, we absolutely had to spread the word. This comes in handy for you, Eddie, because every yep. day is Denim Day for you. Pretty much, yes. yes. Uh, Denim Day is a particular day. It's always April 28th. And for the past 22 years, an organization called Peace Over Violence has run a powerful an inspiring day of solidarity towards the survivors and victims of sexual violence. Hmm. And you wear denim in honor of those victims in a way to honor Sexual Assault Awareness Month, which is the entire month of April. The reason that they ask you to wear denim, and if anyone asks you why you're wearing denim, I guess they wouldn't if you are just wearing jeans, but if you wear like a Canadian tuxedo. Yeah, exactly, the denim jacket and the whole nine yards. (laughs) It's because this goes back to a ruling, an insane ruling by the Italian Supreme Court 22 years ago, where a rape conviction was overturned because the judges on the Italian Supreme Court felt that since the victim was wearing tight jeans, Ugh. she must have helped the person who raped her by removing her jeans, thereby implying consent. Wow. It was, and still is, a, a, an abhorrent, shocking wow. decision from the Italian... Supreme Court. Well, the very following day, the women in the Italian parliament came to work wearing jeans in solidarity with that victim. So this group, Peace Over Violence, developed Denim Day, the campaign, in order to uh, raise awareness and to provide some activism surrounding this awful decision and just bring a a greater understanding to the ridiculous victim blaming and the myths that go on surrounding sexual violence. So it has grown into a movement now Mm. and every April 28th they try to raise awareness with uh, asking folks to wear denim. So, we're passing that along today if you uh, are so inclined, wear some denim and if anyone asks you, you can tell them exactly why you're doing it because that's uh, it's that's just ridiculous. a bunch that's a bunch of old men yeah. getting around saying, "Well, you know, she had tight jeans on, there's no way he could have ripped her jeans she off." She had to be asking she for She had her. to help. Oh god. So it's just awful. Anyway, I want to thanks Rob again from the OC who uh, passed that uh, message along to me. I was not aware of Denim Day, and uh, I'm glad we had a chance to talk about it. Mm. Also, while we're talking about emails that I got from spectacular members of the Garmy, this shout-out goes to Casey Widows. Casey is kicking off his Kickstarter today. He is an aspiring comic book creator. Oh, nice. And he is launching his own comic book entitled Adventuring Without a Permit, It is an all-ages fantasy story inspired by D&D about a bunch of kids are going out there slaying trolls and whatnot and doing what you do in D&D. And I took a gander, and it looks really charming. And I'm a big supporter of comics for kids because, let's face it, the only people you see in a comic book store anymore, if they open again at any point, adults are all grown-ups who are just going in there reliving their youth. Where's the next generation of comic book readers coming from? So I wanted to encourage this. You can go to kickstarter.com and then uh, just type in adventure adventuring without a permit, and you can see Casey's work. It's really cool, and uh, I just wanted to support him and uh, get the word out about that. So there we go. All right, now let's turn our attention to you guys, the Garmy. We love it when you reach out to us. So many ways you can do it, by the way. You can send me an email, ralph at the ralphreport.com. Send one to Eddie at that same email address. Or Steve Ashton, if you want to wish him a happy birthday, Steve at theralphreport.com. You can find us on social media, or you can do what a lot of folks choose to do. Leave a voicemail message on the Ralph Report hotline. It's available to you 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You can leave your thoughts, your feelings, your questions, your comments. All you gotta do is dial it up, 1-833. Ralph! Just dial that number. <laughs> Talk to me. I listen to them all, and then I grab a handful, and we put them here in Garmy on the line.
3: The telephone is
1: ringing. The
0: garbage on the line. Ross gonna play your calls now. Let's see what's on your mind. Matt called in about munch Monday this past week. It was Australian treat day, mm-hmm. and Eddie was just literally a kid kid in a candy store just eating candy bars and, and cake. Hot chocolate. Hot chocolate. and Tim Tams. He was, he was in Willy Wonka's factory, <laughs> and Matt says, okay, fine, but enough's enough.
3: Well, this is Matt from South Jersey, sometimes known as the Jersey Rocker. <laughs> um, I was just thinking about the past Munchin' Monday. Eddie was pretty much rewarded yes. this week. Yes.
0: Next week, perfect time to finally do the Rocky Mountain Oysters. Yeah. Mm. It's time. Yeah. Matt, uh, thanks for the reminder. Uh, some folks have been saying, hey, whatever happened to, and I want to give you an update, mm. I have contacted a, an exotic meat provider here in the Southern California area. You have a ball guy? I got a ball guy. Gross. He says, though, that he doesn't get a lot of orders from them lately because most of the restaurants have shut down. Yeah. There's not, they're not doing a lot of trade in uh uh, bull testicles lately he said but it's starting to pick back up and the next time someone orders one he's got a special order to get it to the he's like the middleman to get it from the supplier to the restaurant sounds shady he is going to uh get a short box as he calls it with like a couple extra of them just a couple test testers and then he's going to pass them along to us. It's like a sampler of balls. <laughs> yes, a sample pack. I don't
1: want a sample of balls.
0: <laughs> and then I have lined up also a chef who has uh, volunteered to prepare oh, them for God. us. Oh God. So Rocky Mountain oysters are in our future. I oh. can't tell you exactly when, but we hadn't forgot about it. Oh. So we're going to be moving forward that. So everyone, just hold your hold your balls. Mm, no. Speaking of balls and Eddie. What? Topic of conversation on the Ralph Report hotline. By far, the vast majority of phone calls were regarding Eddie's vasectomy. Mm. You'll be happy to know, Eddie, most people calling in saying, breathe, relax, nothing to worry about. Yeah. I know your concern is that 1% thing where there's right. you, sperm backs up yeah. and you, you blow a gasket and then you fly around the room like right. a balloon with the air let out. Uh, no one, uh, seems to have any concerns about that, but Andy did call in saying there's other things concerning even more so than the, the slicing and dicing. Hey, Ralph and Eddie, this is a sorry, no wife tits picture. Andy
3: from San Antonio. Oh yeah. Remember uh, this is for Eddie. Okay. Eddie, the actual cutting is not the worst part. Mm. Um, it lasts, I was maybe a little sore for like a day. Um. I definitely, uh, laid on the couch for a couple extra days more than I needed. Yeah, milk it. Um, but the worst part is when you go in, I had a, uh, 35 year old Hispanic man, you know, he was checking my blood pressure, which was super high, obviously, cause I was nervous. Mm-hmm. So yeah. he tells me to lay on the table, right? He's like, all right, drop your pants, you know? And, uh, and then he proceeded to clean around my balls. <laughs> he lifted it up, clean, moved it to the left cleaned, moved to the right, cleaned. That was way worse than the actual procedure, just staring at him, oh staring at my balls. Oh no. um, and then also ask your doctor if you can get a little bit of nitrous. Because I, when I got mine done, I had the option to pay an extra 100 bucks, which was totally worth it. And so I was huffing on nitrous for the 20-minute procedure. It mm. really wasn't bad will scare you, the one out of a hundred, but yes. I have had no problems. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, like I said, it was great. Best thing about it, get some nitrous. I loved it. All right. Come on, sir. You can do it. I the garmi believes in you. I don't know. We believe in your
0: balls. Oh. Thank you, Andy. Oh. See, I didn't even think about a stranger having
1: to manipulate your sack and then uh, swabbing you with rubbing alcohol to make sure you were germ-free. Well, they told me I have the option of shaving myself or We're if not i don't about
0: shaving they gotta they gotta sterilize the
1: area well yeah but i have to go in and i need to be shaved before i go in or they can shave me so, I'm saying even if you shave yourself, right. before the they're procedure... They're still going to wipe it down. They're going yeah. to have
0: to uh, wipe it down to make the surgical field uh, antiseptic. It's going to be a penis massage parlor. So <laughs> some guy's going to just be <laughs> grabbing your scrot and just working it all around. Oh,
1: God, if I get hard. Oh, it'd be awesome. No, it'd be awful. It'd be, so it'd be awesome. awful if I get an erection. You should take a Viagra before you oh, go. Oh, no, around. we will not be just doing that. Just to give the doctor a little, little memory, just to have him. St-
0: that's something you can tell around the golf course. I don't the next want that. Day.
1: No, I don't want an erection. This guy already obviously enjoys his work. People asked, like oh. Andy, if they offer you. I know you are
0: notoriously a straight edge. Uh, you don't drink. You don't smoke. You don't do drugs. You don't do nothing. If they say to you, you know, you can have some nitrous oxide uh, while this is going a little a little happy gas while we're doing it. Or some people have said they've offered him Valiums
1: so as sort of like a. A, yeah, a, re, a relaxing drug. Would you partake in any of those uh, well, if I mean, offered? I've had a root canal before, and I've had nitrous put on. I've taken some nitrous oxide after when I got a root canal. Did they shoot you up with? Like they, they novocaine okay, me, good. too, but they also I'll gave see. me they also gave me yeah, the gas. I mean, nitrous too. is fun. So yeah, I would. I mean, maybe I guess take it all. Take whatever they offer you. Take it. I don't get, know if I'll pay the extra hundred bucks. Get though. stoned. I'll treat. It'll be my treat. <laughs> if it's a hundred bucks for the nitrous, I'll so, I'll get two of them. One for you, I don't one for me. Get giggly. Yeah, then them, my do. balls. When you giggle, your balls go back up in there, and I don't want to make it harder for him to find. I'm sure they'll clamp them down. Mm. They'll be. They'll mm. strap them to the table.
0: Difficult. It'll be fine. Uh, Gigi called in. Speaking oh. of the one percent.
3: Hi guys, Bunny Rabbit here. This message is for Eddie. Eddie, my husband was actually in that one oh percent group of men whose bisectomy went wrong. Like he, his body didn't. So whatever the fuck happened. Yeah. So. Uh, he was swollen, swollen. And It was very colorful, but colorful. what I'm trying to get at is that even if shit goes wrong, you'll be fine. <laughs> you'll so be he, fine. he's fine.
0: He went to the hospital, but everything's fine. Doesn't <laughs> <is> sound fine. <laughs> you'll be okay. His no. erections are as lovely as ever. So just, just breathe, Eddie, and, and just do it. You'll be fine.
3: I promise. Okay. Like
0: my balls, Eddie. Bye. Thank you, Gigi. It sounds uh, like even
1: if it goes wrong, it's fine. No, none of that sounded fine. None of that a little sounded fine. swelling, fun. a little discoloration. Trip to the hospital. Trip to the hospital. No. What are you going to do? Does not sound fine.
0: Yesterday's happy hit was uh still the one by the band Orleans. And Rob, who called in for it, called them a one-hit wonder. Well, the Orleans nation was, was motivated oh. to uh, set the record straight. Hey,
1: Ralph. It's Matt. You know, from Buffalo. Um, I got a little comment. Listen, somebody's called in. I'm really glad they got some Orleans on the radio. But I just got to say, if he's saying that it's a one-hit wonder, referring to Still the One, it really makes me sad that the dance with me is being forgotten. Mm. And I really don't need you to play it for a happy hit, but just really, dance with me is such a killer tune, but also kind of sweet and sad at the same time. Yes. Uh, L&B. Yes, dance with
0: me. Let's not forget that hit by Orleans, mm. also a top 10 hit. Dance
2: with me. I want to be a partner. Can't you see? The music is just starting. Night is calling. And I am
0: falling. Dance with me. Oh, we're going to play that while you're getting your Vesecto. Oh. <laughs> Some nice, soothing yacht rock. <laughs> And speaking of happy hits, you know, we play some upbeat music for you on every show just to keep your day peppy. Jen called in with her request. I am so thrilled.
3: Hi, Ralph. Hey, Eddie. This is Jen, four-star general. And I would like to request my happy hit, The Good Stuff by the B-52s. Yesterday, you talked about the B-52s. Yes. And you prefer their songs with Fred, which remind me of this song, where he is at his French night Okay? I love you. Mean it. Bye
0: fred schneider at his fred (laughs) schneideriest good stuff an underplayed b52 song in my opinion so i'm happy that it's today's happy hit here it is the b52s i Let your dang good stuff <laughs> roll down on me.
1: They, I love Fritz Schneider so much. They just made fun music. They, every, all they did.
0: All their songs are happy hits. That's crazy. They're all they're largely interchangeable, but yeah. at the same time, just a party, <laughs> a three-minute party every time you hear the B-52s. <laughs> Excellent pull, Jen. Thank you so much for that. Thanks to everybody who called in, by the way. You, too, can be featured in the Garmy On The Line segment, but it only happens when you Call
2: me. Call me.
0: Now it's time to take a look at some folks who passed away on April 28th. We're going to pay tribute to their lives and their legacies in Hello Death.
2: Did you electrocute yourself or run into a shell? Hello Death. Did you eat poison mold or just get old? Hello Death. Did you fall from the sky? Ralph Garvin
1: will know why Even though you said goodbye Hello, Dad Hello, Dad Hello, Dad Hello, Hello, Death. That could almost be a B-52 song We do need a B-52 cover of that (laughs) song That would be amazing
0: Did you eat poison mold? (laughs) Or did you just grow old? Hello, Dad
1: Oh, yeah, it's gotta happen It has to happen
0: on this day on april 28th 1721 mary reed we talked about her she was an english pirate who operated in the caribbean she was the girlfriend
1: of the other female Part of pirate, the, the triad the, the three of
0: them with calico jack yeah. all three of them were getting busy yeah,
1: it's a hot pirate story oh man where's that movie all
0: right she died on this day at the age of 36 while in prison she died of a violent fever and she was pregnant Oh, The other one was pregnant, too.
1: Yeah, that's how they stayed alive, because they were going to execute both of them. Yes. Yeah. so a lot They got of knocked pirates up. Pirate's pregnancy.
0: <laughs> Colton would be shocked to know that pirates <laughs> on the open sea <laughs> were doing apparently it. Apparently having sex. 1881, Robert Olinger, sad. Mm. The last victim of Billy the Kid, died no. at the age of 31 on this day. He was a deputy for Pat Garrett, sheriff of Lincoln County. Yeah, And they captured Billy the Kid. And they were guarding him. And Olinger went across the street to the hotel to get lunch. And the guy that was left behind, James Bell, was overpowered by Billy the Kid and shot. Mm. So Olinger hears the shot and assumes Bell has killed Billy Billy the Kid kid in in an escape attempt. So he comes back over to see how things uh, are going. Billy the Kid has taken the shotgun off of the dead guy and is hanging out the window watching him go across the street and let him have it with both barrels when oh. he got beneath the window. Oh, apparently yelled, "Hello Bob." Oh, and he looked up and then boom. Ooh, and it was all over. That's a bad way to go. But uh, then of course Pat Garrett hunted down Billy the Kid and yeah. gave him what for. That's they, they, they so they say. At the age of 21, he didn't escape. That's nonsense. Well, I thought that's,
1: you know, Emilio Estevez. Yeah, he says I know. otherwise. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't listen to anything Emilio Estevez says. <laughs> all right including hockey tips. <laughs> 1918, Gavrilo Princip. Gavrilo Princip, mm. the Bosnian Serb assassin of Archduke Franz Ferdinand. who an assassin. Died on this day, 23 years old. 23? Yeah, he died of tuberculosis. Oh. He was in prison because he assassinated Archduke oh. Franz Ferdinand, which was the assassination that instigated World War One. So this guy started basically World oh, War One. Oh, wow. Yeah. Pretty big deal. Yeah. Speaking of wars, on on this day in 1945, Benito Mussolini, fascist Italian dictator, was shot on this day at the age of 61. Good. Good. Didn't shoot him enough. Uh, His right-hand man, Roberto Farinacci, also an Italian fascist, right-hand man to Mussolini. Of course, he would be a right-hand man. He wouldn't be a left-hand man because they're fascists. Uh, He also also killed on this day. And just for good measure, uh, Mussolini's mistress, Claretta Pitacci also executed on this day. Good. wipe them all out. So they got them all. They didn't get Heinz Barr, though. They didn't get Heinz Barr? Heinz Barr in 1957 died on this day. He was a German fighter pilot during the Second World War with the Luftwaffe. Oh, the Luftwaffe. He flew about, I don't know, they assume 1,000 combat missions. Damn. Shot down 228 enemy aircraft. Fuck, he was good. He was good. But my question is: He died in 1957. He had a career in aviation after the war was over. He flew
1: commercially in Germany. He was not, just a pilot. Like, how do they not round these guys? These guys up after the war? What? Well, I guess. I mean, I guess you couldn't imprison all of them. That's what
0: I was thinking when I got angry about it. I said, you know, they got the the, the leaders of the of the, the right, movement. You can't imprison the entire army. I guess you can't round up every German soldier and put them in prison. But still, it didn't sit well with me that he's flying the friendly skies in the fifties after right, he a, was shooting down our uh, our flyboys. Yeah, that's a little weird. Anyway, uh, you'll be happy to know he died in a crash on this day in nineteen fifty-seven. <laughs> so again, karma. Well, unless he took a bunch of people down with him. Karma, 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 chameleon. That's mm. what I say. Nineteen seventy, American actor Ed Begley died at the age of sixty-nine. Died, of course, too. Ed Begley Jr. Your buddy, Ed Begley Jr. You worked with him in, uh, in that porn movie you guys, you guys did. <laughs> and you asked we him <laughs> if
1: And
0: movie. no babies. You should <laughs> tell <laughs> Corton. Tell Corton. Corton. <laughs> tell Colton that son, you don't have to get pregnant no, to have sex.
1: No, he's put in the other hole. it has got to do it with your buddies. That's all. Do it in the butt. Really, at this point, yeah. why not?
0: You've gone this far. Oh, just- I've explained homosexual
1: sex to him. Oh, good. Yes, Glad you gave him all the well, details. Well, he has questions. i got to answer them. Hey, butt sex ain't just for
0: homosexuals, pal. I know,
1: but he asked how homosexuals have intercourse, and I said, explain. That's one of the ways. There's so many ways. He knows a lot. I'm, I, he too knows much. too goddamn much, yeah. if you ask me. In 1980,
0: Tommy Caldwell, bass player for the Marshall Tucker Band, Died on this day in 19, uh, 1980. I mentioned that. Uh, sad news. He was one of the founders of the Marshall Tucker Band. Mm. Died in a Jeep crash at the age of 30. Here's a little bit of their music.
2: Can't you see? Oh, can't you see? What the hell oh she's doing to me?
0: That's some beer drinking music right mm. there. Cliff Battles died on this day in 1981. Name. Does that name sound familiar to you, Cliff Eddie? Battles. Cliff Battles? No. He was an American football running back for a little team called the Washington? Cliff
1: Battles? Racists. When, the, when did he play? Uh, 70s? 30s. Oh, 30s. Oh. He was an All-Pro in 1933,
0: 1934, and 1936. Died at the age of 70 on this day. Oh. But maybe Cliff Battles would be a name you might recognize. No, he played with Sammy, uh,
1: Sammy Ball then, I would imagine. I imagine in, he did. That, that early.
0: In 1988, B.W. Stevenson, American country singer, died at the age of 38 from a, uh, an affection after heart surgery. It's what a way to go that and he sucks. was such a promising uh, young talent as well, great songwriter, great singer. I'm not a huge country fan anymore, I used to be. Oh yeah,
4: I used to. But live this it.
0: was one of my songs <laughs> that I really dug back in the day. I'm Maria. Don't you know who I have come along?
1: Sweet Maria, I can see you two step into that right oh, now. Man.
2: Maria, Maria, I love you.
1: Your spurs
0: and tassels. Oh, I love that song. Ken Curtis, the actor, who played Festus on Gunsmoke. He was the sidekick to Marshall Dillon on that Uh-oh. show. Died at the age of seventy-four. Jim Valvano, American, Jimmy V, basketball coach for North Carolina State passed away from cancer at the age of 47 on this day in 1939. Uh, no, excuse me, 1993. I juxtaposed a few numbers there. <laughs> 1993, and there's still the uh, Jimmy V Foundation yep. and uh, cancer charity in his honor. Band leader and performer Tommy Newsom from the old Tonight Show band passed away at the age of 78 on this day in 2007, as did Bertha Wilson Canadian lawyer and the first woman appointed to the Supreme Court of Canada. Mm. She was 83 years old when she passed on this day in 2007. Lonnie Turner, founding member of the Steve Miller Band, along with Steve. He was a bassist, passed away on this day in 2013. Great bass player. Here's a little bit of his work. baseline jack eli american singer and guitarist for the band the kingsman died on this day in 2015 at the age of 71 yes we're gonna play louis louis again <laughs> how much louis louis can we play on the ralph report in the span of a few weeks <laughs> and in 2020 bobby lewis american rock and roll singer Died at the age of 95, had a massive hit in the early 60s with this tune. Also on the Animal House soundtrack, yeah. besides Louie Louie. Yeah. Great tune. All right, no, we do at this point. We find someone who passed away on this day, and we find a food related to that person, and we run it past Eddie Pence. Maybe he'll eat it. Mm. Or maybe he'll just stick it up his ass and then pull it out and then explain to Colton that sometimes people stick things up their ass and then pull them out. Because it feels good. It feels good. How do we know whether he's going to eat it or not? There's only one way to find out. It's a scientific device known as the Eddie Pence jackpot slot machine. We pull the handle, and if the reels come up and match... Jackpot. That Mm. means he's eating it. Mm. If they're mismatched... (laughs) Nah, it's not going (laughs) for it. So uh, let's take a look at today's food. Today's food is related to one of the most talented operatic soprano singers out of Italy in the early part of the night of the uh, 20th century her name was Luisa Tetrazzini classic italian operatic soprano uh, considered perhaps one of the best here's a little bit of her work <laughs> Wow. Mm, that's some, That's some singing right she there. Was definitely a castrato. She was a woman. Eddie, right, so, so she definitely did, did not have testicles Sands balls. Didn't have to have them removed. Nope. She kept her voice for her entire life. She died on this day in 1940 and she was beloved, as you can imagine, by a lot of Italian Americans, particularly one chef in San Francisco who created a very popular dish for Luisa Tetrazzini. Any guesses as to what dish he created in her honor? Tetrazzini? Chicken Tetrazzini, that's right. <laughs> chicken Tetrazzini created by Chef Ernest Arbogasti. He was a huge fan of uh, Luisa Tetrazzini's and so he debuted at his hotel in the early 1900s in her honor. You sing so nice. I'm gonna make you some good food. You're gonna love it so much. You're gonna stick it in your face and go, oh my goodness, I'm gonna sing because I got so much chicken and Tetrazzini in my mouth. <laughs> he said to her, it's a real crowd pleaser. It's been uh, popular ever since the early 1900s when he debuted it at his restaurant, chicken Tetrazzini. Is that something Eddie Pence is going to eat? Well, let's break it down for him. Usually it's a bed of linguine mm-hmm. at the base there. And then uh, chicken, as you can imagine, shredded cooked chicken. And then the sauce is really what makes chicken Tetrazzini. You got butter. You got cream of mushroom soup. You got sour cream, chicken broth, garlic powder, salt and pepper, parsley, then you get mozzarella cheese, Parmesan cheese grated on top. You bake the thing. It's got peas in there sometimes. You can put any, any vegetables you want in as well. But it's a really creamy, rich, cheesy, delicious meal. Chicken Tetrazzini. Is that something Eddie Pence is going to eat? Let's pull the handle and find out. Here we go. We got one chicken, two chicken. Oh, I
2: don't know what's wrong with you. Why are you no not eating my chicken Tetrazzini? Mm.
1: Come on. I don't like creamy Italian dishes. Oh. I like I like hearty meat sauces, like tomato, thick, no. real thick tomato sauce. No. Yeah. Creamy I don't, I don't Tetrazzini. Like cream. No. I don't like creamy That was my Italians. porn name, by the creamy way. Tetrazzini. Teamy, creamy Tetrazzini. Creamy <laughs>
0: Tetrazzini. I used to wear a big handlebar mustache. <laughs> hey, ladies, you want some creamy Tetrazzini? <laughs> I'm going to make your love so good. Well, wow, that is so horribly, yeah, horribly that, disappointing. I don't
1: dig creamy Italian Not food. Alfredo either? No, I don't really, I'm not big for Alfredo. Alfredo's okay, but I don't really, it's not my favorite. Uh, I'd rather have a big, heavy pasta sauce. That is a heavy no, pasta like sauce. Not like tomato with chunks of meat in it. Oh my God. Like beef, <laughs> ground meat, <laughs> you know, red. It's well, Tetrazzini's
0: never made with beef. So you can you make it with turkey, you can make it with mm, chicken, you can don't make don't it with ham, meat, but, but the, no one no one makes no, it with I don't, that.
1: I just don't like, I, I'd rather have a big...
0: Party spaghetti sauce. Well, what a swing and a miss. Mm. So looking forward to it. I'm going to go have some right now. Hello,
1: death.
2: You're dead now, so shut up.
0: Hey there, it's Ralph Garman here. I hope you're enjoying the show. And if you are, why not subscribe to The Ralph Report so you can hear it every day, Monday through Friday. For just 15 cents a day, you can be a one-star general supporter, and that will get you the show in your ear holes Monday through Friday. Of course, there are two, three, and four-star general levels as well, which gets you more bonus content and more access to me. So if you like what you're hearing, why not subscribe? Go to patreon.com slash the Ralph Report. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash the Ralph Report. Subscribe today so you don't miss a thing. Now it's time to take a look at some entertainment news in a segment I call the Showbiz Beat. Well, what a shock. Turns out that Caitlyn Jenner's children aren't thrilled that she's running for (laughs) the governor of California. Apparently, she didn't even run it past her family before she made the decision. You think you
1: should talk to your family about that because they're going to be raked over the
0: coals. Yeah, they're going to be caught in the crosshairs. Yes. And and the limelight as well as you when the scrutiny comes, and it most certainly will during this recall election, they're going to be Examine pounding everybody. them as yeah. well. She's got three sons, of course, Brody, Brandon, and Burt from a prior marriage. They are not happy with her. And the Kardashians, Kendall and Kylie, who are her daughters, as well as the other from uh, Kris Jenner's prior marriage, have all announced that they won't be campaigning for uh, Caitlin. They don't want to
1: be, they don't want to pick a side. They want to stay on the fence. So uh, Caitlyn Jenner's going to be out there without her family, apparently. Like that probably only helps her. But you can go to CaitlynforCalifornia.com
0: if you'd like to buy some swag. They've got uh, stuff for sale already. You can get, already making money. You can get coffee cups. You can get sweatshirts. Oh. You can get a Lamborghini. I don't know what uh, you can get. You probably, probably can. Probably can. So check it out yourself. Ah, uh, Justin Bieber's in the news. He's making people unhappy again. Mm-hmm. And this time, it's not from his singing. What? He posted some photos of himself wearing dreadlocks, Eddie Pence. And now he is being accused of cultural appropriation. A lot of black fans. Well, not a lot. I can't imagine he has a lot of black fans. either. Some black fans of Bieber have been hitting him pretty hard on the internet. Uh, Jay, please educate yourself on cultural appropriation. You shouldn't be wearing dreads, one fan commented. Another one is, this is cultural appropriation. I know you can do better. My favorite, personally... Stop fucking appropriating my culture. Wow. How you claim you've educated yourself, and yet even after getting called out in 2016, you're still doing it. He also had photos of himself in dreadlocks in 2016, went through the same thing and said, I'm going to educate myself about this. I'm sorry that I did it. And now he's doing it all over again. Okay. Also, he's catching some heat because on one of his uh, songs on his latest album, he has clips of Martin Luther King's speeches. Oh, and a lot of people said, it seems like you're trying to play White Savior a little bit. You're yeah. coming in trying to, hey, I'm one of you guys, yeah. and it's
1: read the room for fuck's sake. You shouldn't touch Dr. King. No. Yeah. He said I wanted to amplify his message. A lot of people are familiar. Dr. King's message is amplified. A lot of people know his work. Yeah. They don't really need you You're not discovering
0: anybody. Mixing it into one of your songs to amplify it. Yeah. Just just, just
1: don't. Just stop everything. Just stop.
2: Stop it all. Nobody fucking needs want to know why? I'll tell you why. You're a little cunt.
0: Yeah, sure. <laughs> Speaking of cunts. Yeah. Ted Nugent's in the news. Oh, good. You know, he uh, he caught COVID. Yeah, he got the Rona. He got yeah. COVID-19. Yeah. This is after he said that the pandemic was a scam. Uh-huh. And that coronavirus wasn't real. Yeah. And uh, it was all ridiculous. Right. He got very seriously ill. Yeah, so he felt like he was going to die. Yes. Yeah. And apparently some people came at him a little bit on uh, social media with a little
4: ha-ha
0: action. (laughs) And he's very upset about that. Oh, poor baby
1: got his feelings hurt. He's
0: very upset. He called the trolls who attacked him while he was sick satanic haters. Such a snowflake. I don't know whether he means they hate Satan or whether (laughs) they're haters haters of him who happen to also be (laughs) satanic. (laughs) We pray for the satanic haters who celebrate people's suffering, he said. Uh Uh-huh. He also declared, by the way, he ain't taking no vaccine. He said the people responsible for coming at him online were Democrats, devils, soulless, drunk-on, hate-evil people.
1: Hmm. So he's going to wish well only to people who keep positive. Okay. Because. And how many people did he get fucking sick by spreading it was a hoax? For well, he over did. A year. He
0: refused to wear masks. Right. He did refer to the disease repeatedly as the China virus.
1: Mm-hmm. He didn't do a lot of a lot of good. No. For the cause, if that's what you mean. No. He's gotten. A, he's probably responsible for getting quite a few people sick.
0: Let's not forget. Earlier in April, uh, he wondered out loud why cities hadn't closed down for COVIDs one through eighteen. By the way. That happened. Yeah. So, if someone's gonna take a shot at him on social media, I can't say that bothers me. Oh, it doesn't bother me at all. Fuck I know we're guy. supposed to be best. Uh, in the words of the former first lady. Well, but I, uh, I think it's kind of funny. He sucks. He's not great. No. If that's what you're saying. I'm saying. Oh, sad news. What? Citizen Kane. Is no longer the top-rated film on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, <laughs> well, I read the story. I saw this. <laughs> it, it up until now it had a 100% rating on the tomato meter. Yeah. But as of Tuesday, it slipped from 100% fresh to just 99% fresh. Oh. Because somebody dug up a negative review from 80 years ago. <laughs> An 80-year-old, 80-year-old review from the Chicago Tribune's May Tinie. With the headline "Citizen Kane fails to impress critic as greatest ever filmed," uh, it was knocked off its pedestal. Wow, yeah, sad. News. That is terrible. So now there's only one film on Rotten Tomatoes that has the perfect score of 100. Eddie Pence. Yeah. Paddington 2, baby. Success, success. We've done it. Yeah, done it. Exito, exito. Goddamn right. Wow.
1: Yes, sir. How many resources did you blow through to dig up that 80 year old review? I've been touting the Ow.
0: virtues of the Paddington franchise for lo these years wow. now. And now finally, it gets what it deserves right. top of the heat.
1: Yes. And you had nothing to do with it. Paddington, too. You had
0: nothing to do with it. Making this. his marmalade in prison, baby. And that's not a euphemism. Ah. <laughs> oh so good to be vindicated wow the greatest film ever made paddington too right suck it citizen kane <laughs> britney spears is going to speak in court huh on her conservatorship oh this is this is shocking news it's huge it has it has rocked people to their core yeah because she has remained silent about this for so long but she's going to go into probate court and actually speak about the conservatorship regarding her father and uh, what she wants uh, to change for the last 13 years. Mm -hmm. He's been running her finances and she no longer wants that to be the case. So I don't know
1: what's gonna happen. What are all those conspiracy people gonna be saying? I don't know. How do we free Britney if she's allowed to walk around in public? She can walk in and talk.
0: Oh my God. How do we free
1: her? What is this about, by
0: the way? No one gave this much of a fuck about her when she was relevant. When she actually was singing songs that were on the radio. No one gave a shit about her. Yep. Now it's, it's like the rock rolled away three days later and Britney Spears <laughs> came out of the cave. And now we gotta have a, a uh, fucking national holiday. Uh, what's going on? I don't know. I People don't have know. too goddamn much time on their hands. A little. That's what's happening. A little. And too much money, apparently. Because people are furious on social media, Eddie. Why? That the Lightning McQueen Crocs have sold out. What? You heard me. How dare they? 15 years ago, there was a movie called Cars. Right. And Owen Wilson was the voice of a talking car. He was. Lightning McQueen. So to honor the 15 years that have passed, Crocs have released a limited edition Lightning McQueen Croc. And they're gone? It looks just like him. Here's the Here's the fuck all about it all. They're for grown-ups. They're for adults. They're not for children. And uh, they went on sale at 9 a.m. Pacific time on Tuesday. Yeah. By 9.47, they were officially sold out.
1: People are losing their minds. I bet all the scalpers bought them. And now if you look on uh, on eBay and shit, they're probably marked up 100%. Well, Eddie, you'll be happy to know
0: if you do want to get a pair of Lightning Queen Crocs, you can go to eBay. And starting at the low, low price of $350... Fucking
1: scalper dicks, man. (laughs) You can Fucking assholes. Get yourself a nice pair. Fucking eat a croc and choke. (laughs) You can slip into them and you can walk around in Crocs, Ugh. and
0: be mocked for wearing Crocs, <laughs> but also for having light-up Lightning McQueen Crocs on. And for spending $300 on So plans. many reasons to mock you <laughs> once you make that purchase.
1: Fucking scalpers. It's nuts.
0: Hey, guess what? They're rebooting a thing that people sort of remember that they kind of almost want to see again, but not really.
1: What?
2: Fantasy Island.
0: Wait, Welcome, wait. everyone, to Fantasy Island. Again? Yeah. Remember they, that movie they tried to Yeah, make? like the dark version. The Blumhouse yes. version where people got hacked to death right. and shit. That didn't do so well. So Fox now is bringing back a new series of Fantasy Island. But this is going to be the old school way where people will fly there and then right? their, their dreams will come true. But they'll learn an important lesson about life and love. Uh-huh. And so they just announced that Rosalind Sanchez... Star of uh, *Devious Maids* and *Grand Hotel*, she has been tapped to play the lead of Elena Rourke, a descendant oh, of Ricardo Montalban's character, Mr. Rourke. So
1: this is a sequel series. It is.
0: It's a sequel series, oh, and young Elena, the female, the only remaining female Rourke, will be now running the uh, the show and making people's dreams. Is culture. there a tattoo type person? How dare you? That would be that would be insensitive, right? And that would not be woke if you had a little person Mm -hmm. on the island. I don't know how you have Fantasy Island without a little person. They don't. They have two uh, other young, attractive women helping her out. All right.
1: Okay.
0: Already starts to sound like my Fantasy Island. You know (laughs) what I'm saying, folks? And uh, while we're talking reboots, remakes, and sequels, Mm -hmm. the Flintstones. Anyway. The Flintstones. Live action or animated? An animated Flintstones sequel series is going to be on primetime on Fox. No. During their animation domination Sunday nights, they're bringing the Flintstones back with a new series called Bedrock. Are they going to adult it up? Well, here's the premise. It's two decades after we last saw the Flintstones. Okay. Uh, Fred is on the verge of retirement, and uh, Pebbles, now 20-something, is embarking on her own career. Okay. So it's going to be produced by Elizabeth Banks, and she will be the voice of Pebbles Flintstone. And so we get to... See, the Stone Age is giving way to the Bronze Age right. now. And so there's a whole new set of problems. Plus,
2: how's
0: Fred going to make any money without being in the quarry? Well,
1: Didn't they have a series where Pebbles and Bam Bam were grown up? They did. They did. Uh, they were teenagers, yeah. I believe. Yeah. But it was basically the same show, yeah. just
0: a little more grown up. And now she's in her 20s, and she's going to start a career, and... Fred has to come with the grips. He's a Stone Age man living in the Bronze Age world, Eddie. How's he going to... They're going to have to change the humor of that. Oh, boy. It's going to be good when it comes (laughs) to Flintstone sequels. They're going to have to make it adult-like. How about Yabba Dabba Don't? How about that? (laughs) Let's take a look at today's Celebrity Birthdays. All these stars born on April 28th. Actor, singer Anne Margaret is 80 years old today. She has been famous forever yes. since she was just a kid when she uh, broke through in the public consciousness in a movie called Bye Bye Birdie. Bye, bye,
3: birdie, I'm gonna miss you so,
1: bye, bye, birdie, why you have to go? Girl.
0: She was a stunner. Yes. She worked with Elvis in Viva Las Vegas, which I love. And then, uh, even when she was older, when she was doing the Grumpy Old Men yeah, movies, she was an attractive right?
1: older woman. Yes, beautiful,
0: still, still lovely. Eighty years old today. Uh, Paul Guilfoyle from CSI, seventy-two, former Tonight Show host, and Eddie Pence doppelganger, Jay Leno, <laughs> is seventy-one years old today. So identical. Have you heard uh, back from them? I, the I think guy? no news is good news. Oh, me too. <laughs> i have still got my fingers crossed. Mary McDonald, very lovely and talented actress. God, she's been good in everything from Dancing with Wolves to Grand Canyon to Battlestar Galactica. She's 69 today. Bridget Moynihan from Blue Bloods, mm. former uh Jason Seahorn's. Oh, is it? Uh, no, Tom, Brady. Tom Brady's Tom Brady's, right? Brady's baby mama. Right, right. Yeah. That's 50 Jason years Seahorn. old today. No, Jason Seahorn is married to what's her face. Um, um Damn
1: it. Uh She was on Law, Law
0: and Order, right? Yeah. I can't right. think the fucking name. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> damn it. It's gravelly. She's got a gravelly voice. Yeah.
2: Uh, I'm married to Jason Sehorn.
0: <laughs> Sounds like someone kicked her in the throat. What's her name? <laughs> I
1: don't know. Come on, Eddie. I you thought it was Bridget Moynahan.
0: God damn it! Please hold.
3: <laughs> we know your time is valuable. Thank you for holding. Someone will be with you as soon as possible.
0: And we're back. Angie Harmon. Angie Harmon, of course. Speaking of Law & Order, Elizabeth Rome, who I loved on that show. She's also celebrating a birthday today. She's 48. Also 48 is Jorge Garcia from Lost. Penelope Cruz is 47. Jessica Alba is 40. Harry Shum Jr. and Jenna Ushkowitz, both from Glee, are celebrating their birthdays today. He's 39. She's 35. And lastly, singer-bassist Kim Gordon of Sonic Youth is 68. (laughs) And that's it for today's Celebrity Birthdays. I'm Ralph Garman. I walk the showbiz beat. But we're not done with entertainment news just yet. And we're not done with birthdays. Because today is the 50th birthday of our bestest buddy, Mr. Steve Ashton, our UK correspondent, but so much more. He's a cherished member of our family. Although I think sometimes Steve feels less than cherished. I don't know why right. I get that impression. I don't know. I just feel like sometimes he, he feels like he doesn't get his his due share of attention. Well, he's not in the room with us every day. That's so what, I guess that's, he feels a little left that, out sometimes. That's sometimes, sometimes yeah. I think what the problem yeah. is. But hell, why listen to me talk about it? Let's, <laughs> let's hear the UK correspondent himself. It's time for the UK update. Oh, Steve. Oh,
4: Ralph. <laughs> yes. You're right. <laughs> Yeah, are you? Yeah, good. How's tricks. <laughs> Things are good. Happy birthday. Thank you very much. You know, I thought I'd do something different with it being my birthday today. I mean, it's my 50th birthday today. I don't look it, do I? I'm boyish. You are quite boyish. I'm invoking that old Sicilian rule. Um, I, God, I don't re- I don't remember the full details, but it's something like, uh, you know, uh, podcast host must grant correspondent to wish on his birthday, let him talk about whatever he wants. Something like that, isn't it? I remember that from The Godfather, yes. That's the one, yeah. So you know this feature that you do where people ask about, like, the history of things on the show, like, you know, why Eddie eats certain things, why Eddie doesn't eat certain things, uh, why are Eddie's called such and such, why Eddie is allowed out in public, and all, you know, that that those kind of questions, right? Yes, I'm familiar. And no one ever, ever obviously asks about me. Um, so honestly, some days I think the show should be called the Pence presentation, not the Ralph Report. (laughs) So I thought I would do one of those first of all, if that's all right. Yeah, sure. So let's pretend for a moment someone's written in who doesn't know the background to, uh, you know, me, my involvement in the show, or quite frankly, doesn't care. Um, they might not know the, where the moniker, the crew comes from because, because not everyone knows what that, that actually means. Because um, some people sometimes say, hey, Ralph, Eddie, and all of the crew, um, don't they? They say all of the crew. Well, the, all of the crew is all of me and me alone, <laughs> right? I mean, if you want to address tertiary characters on the show, like Carrie, Gilbert, um, Gabby, <laughs> even Livy, you know, technically, you should not refer to them as the crew. Do you, Do you remember the history of that nickname, Ralph? Um, I do. I believe I do. All right. So this is what what happened, right? So we were recording the show at your place and it was a couple of days after a live show and I was just about to fly back to the UK. And I was there and, uh, and you did, uh, let's hear from the Garmy, you know, you play a call from someone and that person said, Hey Ralph, Eddie, Carrie, Livy, and all the rest of the crew. So basically meaning everyone other than me. <laughs> no, you're He's- the crew nobody said and all the rest of the crew right <laughs> So he named he even named Carrie, I think and and Olivia, right Everybody else other than me, right So from that day forth and I obviously took umbrage to that um so from that day forth I've been known as the crew. It's a very reductive and marginalizing thing to say about someone who puts in, you know, honestly, hours of work, you know, make videos. I'm on the show in three segments per week. Well, four, if you ever play the, you know, Oscar Brits that I research, write and record. I know you haven't always got time of the, on the show for them, Um, you know, I'm, but I'm on every live stream and live show where I straight up pay for my own flights, you know, all for <laughs> no money, you know. So, you know, despite that, some people just, you know, just go, oh yeah, and the crew, you know, put me in this sort of group identity type of thing but you know i get dozens of emails every month ralph saying things like you know hey steve why are you not the co-host with ralph the show would be so much better with you you know and edwin doing edwin doing updates on disney own you know disney owned ip and 80s wrestling all the stuff he knows about so well actually here's i've got one here let me just let me just grab it i've printed it all right okay hang on let me do my sound effect all right Oh yeah, I can, I can hear it. I can hear there's actual paper there. Sound effect for you. <laughs> yeah. It says it says, here we go. It's uh, this is just one picture random. It says, hey Ralph, Steve, and the supporting cast. Um so straight out <laughs> the gate, elevating my role, which which is nice. It says um it's Cynthia from Beverly Hills, although I have a large property in the Hamptons. She's put that in. Uh, parentheses <laughs> says uh, as a 31 year old swimsuit model and psychology professor may i say may i say how much i look forward to the uk segment steve's voice always gets me going as soon as he says um oh ralph my vag- my vagina becomes as wet as a cashier's ass crack on an eight-hour shift at target <laughs> Oh, that kind of ruined the imagery for me there. But he says, she says, um, anyway, the second biggest question I have, I'll ask Steve the first biggest question that I have personally after the next live Ralph Report show. And yes, it will involve popping candy and five of my orifices. Um, she goes on to say, why isn't Steve the co-host? Edwin is sweet and all. And she put an all, which I think is very nice. Um, yes. But I just can't get enough of Steve. Um, mm. LMB lick my bladder. <laughs> wow! I'd have to be going some to get up to her bladder, wouldn't I? Well, I mean, I can answer that from my perspective, Ralph. If you if you like, I, I feel free. So, as far as I my understanding, at least, anyone correct me if I'm wrong. It's it's mainly because you can't afford me. So you know that <laughs> bit, and there's a clue. There's a like this is a bit like the Marvel universe or something where you're putting in you put in little uh, you know little Easter eggs and stuff. So. That bit inside. This is a bit bit inside baseball here. You know where Mike Serber says fifteen cents a day, y'all. You know on the on the on the show, on the show. Yeah, um, that's how much you actually pay, Edwin. <laughs> fifteen cents per day. So you get what you pay for, really. Um, <laughs> and uh, or and one of the other things again, uh, having you know doing the doing the um, holistic buffet, you get to understand some of the back backdoor workings, so to speak. <laughs> I Not bet you do. Workings. Behind the scenes workings, there's no backdoor workings going uh-huh. on. Um, so, uh, and, and Carrie set up this th- this system whereby every day somebody else's fifteen cents goes to Edwin. That's quite <laughs> nice, isn't it? So everyone pays a little bit of his um of his cost. So it, uh, the very first person to pay Edwin was yours truly there you go so because i have to pay to be involved in the show so anyway you know um given that we're behind the curtain somewhat ralph i thought i it would be good for me maybe to explain the complex relationship that edwin and i have i mean a lot of people think it's like you know professional professional rivalry or some sort of sibling jealousy well i mean he would be the younger brother in essence wouldn't he because i'm the smart diligent one who came along first and he's a cretinous (laughs) moron Oh, oh, come on. No, that's how my sister used to look at me. I'm not saying that's how I look at him. But that's oh, okay. not the case. That's not, that's, no, it is. It's not the case. But I'm kidding. Edwin and I are really good friends. In fact, I have a package from Edwin. He mentioned that on the live show at the weekend. I assume it's a gift for my birthday. Shall you open it live on um, on air? That would be great. All right, here we go. It's in a, <clears throat> excuse me, it's got a US Postal Service thing and he paid $16.25 just for the postage so that's a couple of months worth of salary for him isn't it so let me open it here and it is a ah uh, can you guess what it is ralph ah uh, boy i can't imagine it's a wallet do you remember this it's a wallet that says the immortal words Fuck off on it <laughs> <All right. laughs> so this is a callback from a couple of years ago so what happened was Edwin wrote to me on Twitter and said, oh, can I have your address? And I, in my own, you know, inimitable cheeky style, uh, said, no, fuck you. What's your address? So he told me his address, and then I gave him mine. And I was waiting for something for a couple of weeks. I didn't receive anything. So I assumed whatever he was doing, he'd forgotten about or, uh, yeah, probably forgotten about. So I started to, <laughs> do you remember? I started um, what can only be described as uh, as executed a campaign of psychological torture. Do you remember? I do, yes. So what I did, right, was um, (laughs) I would basically send random shit to his house. And this ended up costing me quite a lot of money to do, right? But I'd send him things like instructions to a Fitbit. It was a picture of a bowl of soup a yes. paper receipt from a supermarket, all sorts of random stuff. And to remember, he was trying to work out what the connection was. And I revealed what the connection was on a live show in that the connection was, there was no connection and I was just trying to fuck with him. Yes, I remember. Good times there, Ralph. So I think in a nutshell, that really explains my my relationship and friendship with Edwin. So <laughs> let's move on to my more complex relationship with Reggie. Ah, Yes. No, I'm only kidding. I've, I've, uh, I've not got time. I've got to go because it's my birthday. So I'm spending it as I always do, Ralph. That's alone having a cry wank underneath my kitchen sink, wearing a tartan skirt, and doing my impression of an Appalachian woodland creature.
0: <laughs> well, that somewhat sounds of,
4: awesome. Somewhat of a tradition. I'll talk to you again on Friday. And now, because it's Wednesday,
0: it's time for One Hit Wonders. It's a One Hit Wonder! One Hit Wonder! One Hit Wonders, it's a very common tale. Today's artist was born in Jakarta, Indonesia, back in 1955, spent many years of his childhood traveling around the world. He lived in the Netherlands, in the United States, Singapore, Lux, uh, Singapore. 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 <laughs> he was Singapore, all right. Singapore, Luxembourg, Belgium, Germany, He finally settled in Germany and started his professional career in Hamburg, Germany, when he started uh, as an actor, really. And then he started doing musicals. He founded his first band in 1979. And in 1981, he signed his first record contract with Polydor Records in West Germany for uh, two records. They signed him for two albums. He released his first single in 1982, and it was a massive hit. His very first up at bat was a home run. The single was also released by RCA Records in the United States. And by the time it was all over, he had the number one record in the United States and in several other countries around the world. His real name is Taco Okers, but he went simply by Taco
1: <laughs> back in the
0: day. Here's Matt asking for his big hit.
1: Hey, Ralph. Matt from Buffalo. Four-star general. Uh, what's up? Um, I got a suggestion for one-hit wonder. The song from the '80s by Taco, putting on the ritz. So I hope that you can cover putting on the ritz by Taco for One Hit Wonders Wednesday, uh, LMB.
0: How have we not done putting on the ritz I don't know. by Taco? I love this song. This song was everywhere in the early 1980s. 1982, he released a synth pop cover of putting on the ritz on his album After Eight. As it was released in Germany, the single was also accompanied by a music video. I think that's really why it got so popular, because he looked insane in that video. (laughs)
1: It's
0: hard to find the original version of that video these days, because many characters in it are wearing blackface. So uh, not really in circulation much anymore. Um, There are other Irving Berlin songs mixed in with Putting on the Reds. Irving Berlin, of course, was the songwriter of that hit. Uh, There's No Business Like Show Business, Alexander's Ragtime Band, White Christmas were also all mixed in. Interestingly enough, as I mentioned, the show did, excuse me, the single did hit number one here in America. That made Irving Berlin, who was still alive at the time at the age of 95, the oldest ever living songwriter to have one of his compositions enter the top 10. Wow. So it was good for Irving Berlin as well. Song topped the charts in Sweden and New Zealand as well. It was in the top five in numerous countries, including Austria, Norway, Australia, Canada. Such a smash hit. He was everywhere. He was on the Merv Griffin Show. He did a Bob Hope TV special. Wow. He was everywhere with this song. Here it is, his one hit wonder, Putting on the Ritz.
2: Blue and you don't know where to go to why don't you go where fashion sits putting on the ritz different types who wear a deco pants with stripes and cut away coat perfect fits Put on the ritz dress up like a million dollar trooper trying hard to look like gary cooper Come, let's mix where Rockefellers walk with sticks or umbrellas in their midst But not the wrists. Have you seen the well-to-do up and down Park Avenue on that famous thoroughfare with the noses in the air? High hats and arrow collars, white spats and lots of dollars spending every dime. For a wonderful time, if you're blue and you don't know where to go to, why don't you go where fashion sits? Putting on the ritz. Different types to wear a day coat, pants with stripes and cut away coat, perfect fits. Putting on the ritz. Dress up like a million dollar trupper. Trying hard to look like Gary Cooper. Come Let's mix where Rockefellers walk with it's sticks with or umbrellas in the minutes. But another.
0: There was a whole tap dance segment in it. That's great. I've lived through the 80s. I can't explain half the songs that became as popular as they did. So fun, though. Uh, you'll be happy to know, Eddie, that Taco had a little bit of Bobby Boris picking oh, in him. Oh, no. When he uh, tried to recapture <laughs> some of his fame, he took, of course, uh, putting on the Ritz and did a, a German version. Oh, he re recorded it in the lovely oh. German language. Naturally.
2: So romantic. Yes. <laughs> sounds much harsher uh, that
0: did not do so well shocking it did okay in germany well i would imagine can imagine they
1: can understand it outside of germany didn't right. really
0: uh, capture anyone's mm-hmm. imagination however he didn't give up his next single he said, Well, if I had that much success singing an old song, right. I might as well sing another
2: one. Of course. I'm singing in the rain, just singing in the rain. What a glorious feeling. I'm happy again.
0: I'm quite as catchy. It's kind of creepy. Yeah, it is. Uh, that did not crack the top 100. 100. Un- unreal. After his uh, next record, he kind of retired from the music business, went back to acting, and he worked in television a ton in Germany and Austria. But with the resurgence of nostalgia, he is back on the road right now these days. He is not, he? Is and, he? he and his band are touring, and he performs in Germany and all over the world with his band. And Playing a, that one song? As a special guest artist, he will show up in, <laughs> to your house and sing Putting on the Ritz. Get a cameo of Putting on the Ritz. Indeed. <laughs> Excellent choice, Matt. Well done. And that's today's One Hit Wonder. It's the One Hit Wonder. One Hit Wonder. One Hit Wonders. It's a very common tale. And that's it for today's show, kids. Thank you so much for spending your time with us. I hope you'll come back and do it tomorrow. We're going to have fun all over again. Oh, speaking of tomorrow, I should have mentioned this at the top. If you are a four-star general, we are having our live watch party where you get to watch Eddie and myself do it. hmm by that, of course, I mean record the Ralph Report. We will record Friday's show on Thursday night at 7 p.m. Pacific Daylight Savings Time. So if you're a four-star general, I'm going to send out that link. You just got to click on it at 7 o'clock, and then you can watch us as we record live and see how what a horrible job we do <laughs> and how the amazing Gilbert Flores uh, puts it all together. On he the is magic. Side. He, uh, he really makes it sound good. So four-star generals, there's your heads up. Uh, tomorrow... It's Thursday. That means Ralph Sex University. It's going to be fun. Also, we'll talk more about the entertainment news. We'll take more of your phone calls. And we'll find out what Colton learned from Eddie <laughs> that morning.
1: I'll try not to fuck up for the next 24 hours. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see.
0: That's it for today, kids. Thank you for joining us. Come on back tomorrow. And in order to do that, you got to take care of yourself. So, unlike Ted Nugent... Uh. Stay the fuck at home. Keep your hands clean and your face covered. Stay good in the hood. Full social distance. Stay sweet at six feet. Because. Life is life. Oh, as the Germans say. Life is life. And you know those Germans. You know the Germans always make good stuff.
1: Yeah, they, they do. do. Yeah, they do.
0: Well, we're going to talk to you tomorrow. Until tomorrow, love you, mean it. Bye.